Welcome back to Turf Moor House TV and we are back with another match preview. We are previewing this Saturday's game and I'm more nervous about this one than I were about Luton, about Millwall, about Watford because now that Colin's in, I'll call him just Colin for short, um, now that obviously as we all know Warnock uh, is back at Huddersfield uh, and if anyone's going to try and shit out a win against us, I don't really need to say the rest. Um, to be honest, I think Ryan's obviously going to be in hope of of that. You know, and back to back wins would be great. I'm sure, um, but we shall see. We shall see. We've been off the pace a little bit. That said, that leads me nicely with what I just said there. I'd like to say a massive thank you to Alan Pace and his staff uh, and everyone at Burnley Football Club. Uh, as, as some of you well know on socials, I've been able to put uh, myself, well, I applied to be part of a fan advisory board and I was accepted to be on it. Uh, we had our first meeting the other day and it went brilliantly. We got to meet with Alan and it, it was just, yeah, everything went really well. Um, we all introduced ourselves and... Things, things, things are looking good at the club, and I think a lot of people who have had opinions on Alan Pace, he's proven the doubt was wrong. He's proven the doubt was wrong. I'll, I will give you that. Uh, can't say too much, but he's proven everybody wrong. Um, even some that were in there said that they doubted him at first, but here we are. So yeah, just a massive thank you for that. And if there is any concerns from any supporters regarding any issues at Turf Moor or from a fan perspective. Drop us a DM on all our socials. They are running along the bottom there, as you can see. And Diddy Dan saying a nice big heart to you as well. Um, if you could, as I said, follow us on all our socials and then you can give us a DM. Uh, here's a place of where you can DM us if you do have any of those um, issues that you need to bring up. Also, where you can actually give us a follow and subscribe and all that jazz. Here is the necessary things you need to do. So thank you very much. Um, if you like, as I say, they are all the socials you can get in touch with us on. As I said, Facebook, Insta, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch. But we don't really mess with TikTok, to be honest. I've sort of put that one on the back burner. Um, it's so time consuming, and doing this is time consuming. But I'd rather be doing this, bringing you the content, uh, than I don't know, editing some Namba sixteen video into TikTok and making sure it looks decent. Um, either way, if you do appreciate it, I know a lot of you have been appreciating us in the watch-alongs, so thank you so much for that, and for people that have been listening to us on podcast platforms, which if you are, this will be available on podcast platforms. In fact, I'll be in your ears right now if you're listening to this. So um, please do support us, and if you are watching us currently right now, then drop us a like and subscribe 
to the channel. And without further ado, I must bring in the man of the moment, Huddersfield's finest, Ryan Mather, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. I hope you're well and thank you for having me on. And it's always a pleasure to be on here and obviously give my own thoughts and opinions. And yeah, but yeah, big up for asking me on. No, anytime, anytime. As I say, it's always good to get an opposition fans' perspective on things uh, and how they see things from the outside looking into us as well, not just Huddersfield. Um, but you've got your own channel, as you've got in your uh, name there as well, uh, Huddersfield Town Fan TV. Great, great channel, up and coming, put rolling with the punches amongst the uh, Huddersfield faithful. But you are doing really well, mate, and uh, I think you should uh, give your channel a good old plug yeah yeah it's, it's going really well to be honest with you down my channel like i say since i brought back the uh, live shows it really has given my channel a lift again you know because a, a lot of people have come in and i've actually been quite surprised with how many people have actually come in actually but you know i think that people like live interactive chat don't they rather than maybe watching their pre-recorded but yeah um obviously yeah obviously do you know match reviews match previews um sometimes a fan cam on match days you know i'm not consistent with that just yet um but you know i have done the odd one um and Roll yes you can follow me on my uh, yeah so you, can, so you can um follow me on my socials if you wish uh htftv8 on instagram and twitter and of course yeah uh, come over and subscribe to my channel as well as little town fan tv on the road to 300 subscribers which again i still can't believe i'm saying that but yeah i am i never expected to Get, even get 100, never mind nearly 300 now. So, yeah, it, it's incredible, really. So I'm really blown away by everybody's support. No, you're doing a great job, mate. And keep it up, whatever you're doing, because it's working. The fans are loving it. And uh, it's amazing what happens when you get a Burnley player in on loan. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let's have a look in the chat then at what people are saying. Uh, by the way, just to add, before I do look through the comments, um, as you can now see at the bottom of your screen, please do follow our guest. The links to... Ryan's Instagram um, and YouTube and Twitter is in the description of this video. So please do go check them out and uh, go show your support. Whether you support Huddersfield or not, football's a universal language. Go show your support. I really would appreciate it. Right, let's have a look at what you Duffers have been saying in the chat. Um, by no means do I mean Duffers in a negative way, by the way. Uh, I'm in a chirpy mood tonight. I'm going to share with me tonight. I've had good news regarding my dad and things like that. And it's just, yeah, I'm in a positive mood. Um, so, good evening to yourself, Henry. It says, good evening, Dan and Ryan. Uh, Matt's in, wherever Ryan is. Matthew is as well. <laughs> um, so big up to yourself, Matthew. Really appreciate it. From one Dan to another evening, Mr. Barawanto. Hope you are well. Uh, George is in as well. Oldersfield Town supporter. Hope you are well, George. Uh, Big Bad John. He says, what's up, Danny boy? You okay? I am fan dabby doozy. I am uh, feeling good. Feeling good. And no, I haven't had a beer. And I'm not full of E-numbers. I'm just in a good mood. Um, Stream Elements bots running. Whoop, whoop. Um, people saying hi to each other. Pete Astin's in all the way from New Zealand. Up oh, the clarets indeed. Uh Big Rich is in. Big Rich is in. Anthony's brother, he says, Burnley 4, Huddersfield nil is going big scoreline this weekend. Um, we shall see. We shall see. And there's never, there's never always going to be a Forest fan follow where Huddersfield is. Like they didn't create enough demise. They have to come in, don't they? Um, he says, good evening, Dan. Congratulations on your role, by the way. Massive respect. Um, no, I appreciate that. I don't know why I'm putting my hand on there when my heart's on the side where the Burnley badge is, but appreciate it. Thank you so much and a massive respect to yourself. Uh, unfortunately, yes, um, I do have to do community service with your brother tonight. So, yeah, he is on the show, fortunately. Jokes aside, no, I'm, it, it, we are nine o'clock. We're back. Uh, so join us again then as well. Uh, Claret One's in. Hello to yourself. Hope everything is good with you. Uh, Aidan's in and says, Hi, Dan and Ryan. Hope you're both okay. I listened to Neil Warnock's press conference and it's got me positive for Saturday. As I said, it's um, it's ner it's nervy for me. I hate Warnock. I hate him. And it's just this sort of game. It's ugh, infuriating. Uh, I feel like this until whistle goes and then we'll see. 
Tom says, good evening, you two. I'm in the pub on a stag do and we're all watching the stream. Get in. Get in. That's how you want to spend a stag do. That's <laughs> how you want to spend a stag do, looking at us. Um, and I, I don't know whether Kate's uh, saying this to me or to you, but I mean, either way, sharing is caring. Uh, <laughs> hope you're all, babe, and thank you for putting your comment in from uh, upstairs. Uh, so thank you. Thank you, Rat. Now that the meet and greet's gone without everybody in the comments, keep getting your predictions in, by the way. Let us know how you think this game is going to pan out. Um, but, Ryan, speak to us about the start of the season. I know we've obviously spoken before in the last... Well, we were the first game of the season, so we didn't really have anything to go off apart from last season. But Carlos went... Um, Bromby and everybody decide to go for cheap options and I've seen many a rant uh, on, on your channel. I mean, it starts off as just a conversation that slowly filters into a 10, 15 minute like I can't stop myself. This is happening. Um, but are the good times coming back? I know you can't say that on the back of one result, but from, from the beginning of the season to where you are now, how's it been yeah. for you? Apart yeah. from painful. Yeah. Yeah, this season has been a complete, you know, complete disaster, you know. And I, and I go back to the summer, you know, we should we should have just backed Carlos a bit and kept him, um, but of course we didn't back him, and then he obviously ended up leaving. Um, and we obviously appointed Danny Schofield, who again was thrown under the bus for me. He was nowhere near ready for the for the job, but the club knew he would say yes, so they asked him, and you know that didn't work out. And then we, you know Bromby comes out and says that it's a Big appointment, important appointment, this next one. And he goes for another rookie who, to be quite frank, yeah, I'm going to say he's the worst manager I've ever seen and the most disliked manager that I've ever known coming to Huddersfield, to be honest with you. Are you following him? Yeah, I, could, I couldn't I couldn't take to him at all, Danny. He was just, just too, just, you know, his demeanour and everything, you know, and he, yeah, just not for me. One of those arrogant people who seems to think he's, the bees knees, if you could say so, and he's and he's not, you know, he's he's, he's awful. Um, so yeah, he obviously completely completely disrupted the dressing room, absolutely shattered the confidence of these players. Um, I do believe that because you know, you know, it just it just looked you could just tell, and then yeah, and then obviously we got rid of him finally. Um, my only concern with that is I was kind of I know we got them two good results over Christmas. But had we have not got those, he probably would have gone sooner, which maybe have been a blessing in disguise. But uh, it is what it is. Obviously, Neil Warnock's coming now. And, yeah, he's given us a real big lift. But, you know, players and fans alike. And on Saturday, it was unbelievable. It really was. You know, the, the atmosphere was outstanding. Um, and it's just given the feel-good factor back. And, you know, we all need to be pulling in that same direction from now until the end of the season. You know, 14 cup finals for us. Um, to get out of this, and uh, if anybody can do it, um, Neil Warnock certainly can, and I've got every faith in him, um, even if he doesn't, at least we're going to go down fighting, um, whereas before we wouldn't have been going down fighting. So, yeah, a big disappointing season. It's unforgivable, really, isn't it, compared to where we were last season, obviously 90 minutes away from the Premier League to this. You know, recruitment's been shocking, to be honest with you. Um, and ultimately, the off-field decisions have well and truly cost us this season. They really have. And uh, we are in the mess we are, thanks to the board. Um, so, yeah, absolutely terrible. I mean, you started there with Fotheringham. Uh, you said you can't stand him. Nobody could understand him because they didn't know what accent he was speaking in, um, for a start. <laughs> but, again, the cheap option, you know, uh, for all the good work that, you know, the, the board have done, apart from Lee Bromby, I mean, uh, what we called the... Oh, what's he called? The chairman. Dean, oh, Dean Hoyle. Yeah, Dean Hoyle. I had Dean in my head, but I couldn't think of the last bit. I thought, you know, what Dean Hoyle did previously, you know, when he came in, he was sort of a bit of a benefactor. I'll help out. But then ended up taking on the full role, as you said previously. You know, um... Had it got to a point with him as well, where he sort of had gave up and said, "Right, well, fend for yourselves a little bit." 
Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, Dean, obviously, you know, obviously looking to sell the club now, as you know, Dan, and uh, I think it's mainly because fans have been really quite loud on their opinions against Dean, really, in terms of, you know, being against him, if you could say so. Um, now, I don't necessarily agree with completely going against him because, you know, without him, we wouldn't be, you know, he saved us, you know, in terms of coming back in again with Phil Hodgson, obviously. His company went bust, um, and uh, didn't need to do that. So, and obviously, what he's done prior, obviously, he's never been the biggest spender. We know this, but um, look, you know, he's still he's still done a very good job since he's been in charge, really, to be honest with you. But um, so it's gone a bit sour there. So I think he was kind of thought. I think he just felt like, yeah, I just feel like I just want to sell the club now. So. Yeah, it's one of those, but like I say, I don't really don't know who we're going to be able to get in at this point. Obviously, I think, believe probably will have to be, in, you know, when we know which league we'll be playing in, because of course, uh, many owners potentially may not want to take on a League One club if that's what it comes to. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a case of waiting and seeing with that one, but um, end of the season, most likely. No, I mean, some of your, you know, Terriers faithful are in. Um... Aidan says his prediction, call me crazy, but I think it'll be Burnley 1, Huddersfield 2, Burnley, Ashley Barnes for us, Danny Ward and Anthony Knockout. I tell you who has a good record against Burnley uh, at Turf Moor, Jordan Rhodes. And yeah. I mean, I, I think I was reading it earlier. He's scored in all three of his league, league appearances against Burnley at Turf Moor, uh, netting three goals. So it wouldn't surprise me if there is a little bit of element of seeing Jordan Rhodes start. Um, and I'm sure he'll get a bit of stick from us due to his time with Blackburn as well. Um, standard. Uh, Andrew's in as well. Hope you're well. He says, gutted I'm not there on Saturday for the slaughter of the Terriers. Um, oh, that, that... I thought you'd be down. I thought you'd be down, but, you know, fair, fair enough. Um, hopefully you'll be able to watch it, uh, whatever you're up to and wherever you are. Uh, Aidan says, if we still had Mark Fotheringham in this match, it would have been a rugby score. Absolutely. Uh, Tom says, on another day, Ryan, we win Saturday. Um, Matthew says, finger crossed to see our club winning, but it may be impossible. Uh, Luke says, awful season. Carlos should have been backed. Danny Schofield was rushed just to get a manager in. And Mark Fotheringham, well, just doesn't know football management. Um, and a question here from Henry. I hope you're well, Henry. It says, have you resigned yourself for being relegated, Ryan, or do you see some hope you can escape like Houdini? Yeah, I mean, thanks for this question, Helen. And um, I've got to admit, you know, since Neil Warnock's come in, we have been lifting. Of course, the result on Saturday really has helped us, but it's still going to be a tall order. It's going to be the great escape, really, for me. But um, I, ha I do have some belief. You've got to have some belief, I, I must admit, especially with Neil Warnock. He knows what he's doing, of course, and he's been there before, seen there, done it and everything. So you've got to have a bit of confidence. We know it's going to be difficult, but look, you know, if we keep doing what we're doing, obviously build on Saturday, you know, we've got a good chance, you know, there's no question about that. Of course, we have got a big game against Cardiff, um, you know, the penultimate game of the season. So, yeah, if we're if we're in maybe one, two points away from them, we win there. But, yeah, um, yeah, I have a bit of confidence you've got to do, especially with Neil Warnock in charge now, definitely. I mean, and obviously, I know you were hoping that Neil Warnock could come out of retirement and come back to Huddersfield. I know you were screaming for that from the rooftops before the appointment. In fact, I think, what, I saw a tweet that morning saying, please, 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 Warnock, come and save our club or something along them lines. And then, what, within an hour, two hours, the club reported that Neil Warner could take in charge. And all I could think of was, Ryan is going to be sat in, like, not even sat, he's going to bounce off all four walls in his house. He's just going to be like, yes, yes. Times to time is now changing. Uh, I mean, having that appointment is massive for your club at this at this pivotal time. Yeah, absolutely. And I said it in my many videos. You know, Daniel, you know, he he was the only man to get us out of this mess. Really, I mean, um, I do like the idea of if we do stay up, maybe a Chris Wilder project coming up in next summer, but uh, next season. Sorry, but just depends where we are. But obviously, yeah, Neil Warnock. When I, you know, it kind of felt surreal at first when it was announced because even though I wanted him so much, and of course he was really favourites in the odds, I, we just, as fans, you know, at town, we didn't really know what we were going to do 
Because to be honest with you, we've lost complete faith of the ball. So we didn't know what they were doing, they were, they were going to do next, to be honest with you. So I know Neil Want were, were linked, but yeah, I, I didn't really exactly expect it. But yeah, obviously when it happened, yeah, it's given, it, it, I really was buzzing that when I saw it. So yeah, um, yeah, it's one of those. We'll just see what happens. But you know, Neil Warren, obviously I managed to meet Neil Warnock on Saturday. It was a pleasure, by the way, a very real honour of meeting him. Um, and um, yeah, uh, it, it was a very, very, very good. You know what? Yeah, and I go back to it, you know, on Saturday, the first, well, we were all the same. The first time I'd walked away from that stadium with a big smile on my face, everyone was smiling around me, of course. And uh, it was just a lovely change from what we've had to put up with this season. It really was because... Mm. It's just been a complete and utter nightmare. It really has, but yeah. No, I mean, Henry says, yeah, do you see any banana skin games on your running, Dan? To be honest with you, the Watford game, the Millwall game, the Luton game, I thought if we're going to lose, it's going to probably be against one of those three that are in that, you know, top 10 hunt for the playoffs. And we've managed to successfully take a point uh, at, at Millwall which to be fair we should have put them to bed early 5 or 10 minutes I mean at half time when you're going in at half time with 75% possession and you, it's still nil-nil you just know it's not your day um, so to take a point I'd have took one before kick-off I was happy with that the Luton game we deserve the three points in that one for me um, the Watford draws well we were second best so these are the games, though, these these that are coming up. A lot of people going, ah, we've got through them now. We've got Huddersfield, sort Fleetwood out in the cup. And then you've got Blackpool. Then you've got Wigan and, and Hull. And everyone's like, them games just, just take care of themselves. Don't take too lightly to these teams. Hull started this season terrifically well, was doing really well up there, and then all of a sudden fell off. But they've got players in their ranks that are capable of getting a result. As we saw, Huddersfield, even though they are where they are in the division at the moment, still, after going 1-0 down against Birmingham, turned this game on its head, which just goes to show that Warner has, has really done something with them. And again, these teams at the bottom now, with only 14 games, no, it's squeaky bum time. Every single game is a game where... You tighten, tighten things up, lace your boots up, make sure your shin pads are on because you're going to get kicked. You're going to get knocks and you are going to have to play through it and literally, like one would say, die for them three points. And we're seeing it with, you know, Huddersfield, we're seeing Wigan get a good few results. Um, so these aren't bankers for me. These games aren't bankers at all. And I think every game is going to be tough from now till the end of the season. I still won't sit here and say we're going up. I really want to. Deep down, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty much like everybody else is saying, but I don't want to bring myself to do it because I don't want to peak too soon. Um, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Clark Warren says, watch Warnock's pre-match, nothing but praise yeah, for us, which is which is great. But then yet again, is that reverse psychology? Ah, I'll big them up, big them up, and then hopefully, not, you know. It's not. I'm there, I I'm don't know. I'm not being biased, but it's not. He's genuine, he's Warnock, and he, and he meant every word of what he said about, you know, because I was listening to it today, actually. So, yeah, he, he, he see, everything he says seems very sincere to me. He really does. And, um, yeah, so he did praise you a lot. So, yeah. Oh, that's good. Uh, Aidan says, Dan, what game can Burnley get promoted? Uh, it was originally going to be, I think, Wigan. We could confirm promotion. But because of the teams around us getting points, like Burra. Uh, and Sheffield United keeping that points gap to so far, it could technically go to the Blackburn game. But, I mean, that would be good, getting promoted at Ewood Park. Yeah. However, if we beat Fleetwood in the Cup on Wednesday night, then we are into the quarterfinals, and the date of the quarterfinals is the same day as the Blackburn game. So the Blackburn game would have to be moved. Um, but... We then have Sheffield United uh, coming up as well, uh, still to play at Turf Moor. So that could be a game where things change a little bit. I, I'm not I'm not too fussed who we get promoted against. I just want us to get promoted. Um, 
and get back to that the Premier League riches that you, you succumb to when you gain promotion. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is V A R. It can swivel on them and swivel again and then take a full 360 and do another swivel and then piss off and go once it's got to that point of can't piss off no more, piss off a bit further. I hate VAR. Hate it. That's the only thing I'm not looking forward to next season. Um, Henry says, I was just about to say, what have you been top of the league for so long? But that's why I said banana skin. There's always going to be one or two games that could prove to be hiccups. Definitely could. Definitely could. Uh, George says, Huddersfield have two tricky games with Coventry and Bristol City both at home in the weeks to come. Yeah, again, Coventry have been playing pretty well. Bristol City have started putting some results together as well. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough, but it's like... It's like you said, Ryan, isn't it? That every game's a cup final now and you've you've literally got to play for play for the win. Absolutely. I know that obviously George said the two two tricky games here with country in Bristol. But we're at home. You know, we, we need to you know, if we can keep that atmosphere up and you know that really did help the lads on Saturday actually. The atmosphere was so much better. I saw that video that Warnock did where he turns to the fans and he's like, Come on, can get it. I know, home. I know, I know it was it was just unbelievable. You could just feel the positive buzz. So if we can keep that up. So, yeah, these then two home games coming up, come, we have to be winning both of those. Right? And there's no reason why we can't if we apply ourselves like we did against Birmingham. So, yeah, all, all tricky games in the league, though, you know, obviously every game's a, a tricky game. So you just got to, you know, keep, you know, keep, you know, just playing your football and just keep battling away as, as, we, as we have done so far with Warnock, obviously, first game. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Luke seems to be on the wind-up here. He says, Luce O'Brien was the leader for Huddersfield last season. He was the midfielder who did the dirty work, the hard tackling, dictating the midfield about massive loss. It's all well and good saying massive loss when you steal the players and then you're on about loaning them to Blackburn. And they, 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 I don't get it, all me. But uh, and he says, which game was your best game of the season so far, Ryan? Oh, that's. I mean, to be honest with you, Henry, there's not been there's not been many best games at all. To be honest, I've not really enjoyed any of this season. To be honest with you, if I'm honest, um, you know what? I'd have to say Saturday, the Birmingham game. I know, you know, obviously, it was just the overall day that was the best. That was the best game I've been to, and come away from feeling the most positive I've ever been since last season. So it has to be the Birmingham game for me. No, that's a good. That's a good one. I mean, Aidan says as well. Ryan, if you was Neil Warnock, would you go with five at the back? No, I think we should stick with what we're doing here, and uh, I do like the three-five-two because obviously, if you are defending, your wing backs just slot in as a back five. So technically, you are playing a back five, but you know what I mean. So I think you have to. I think the three-five-two is the way forward for us. To be honest with you, but yeah. No, Henry says <laughs> was trying to be positive. Yeah, I, know. Right? I know you was, Henry. I know you was, but yeah, but I have. Positive Saturday was a big positive, so there we are. Massive, yeah, yeah, massive one. Um, Luke says, Yes, Dan, the Premier League is great, buddy, fantastic, you'll love it next season. We know all about it, you're just you, you've just had a taste of it, you've just had a taste of it. Don't worry, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to it if, if that's what's to come. Uh, Jade's in, and being a Yorkshire lass, she will clearly be open and rooting for Huddersfield, of course. Of course, uh, but hope you're well, Jade. Hope everything is well with yourself, um, and appreciate it. I mean, we said there. Let's speak about Saturday's game then. Um, the game against Birmingham. Obviously, at home you'd have been there. How was the atmosphere? How was how was the game itself? You know, after going one nil down, did it did was it almost like that? feeling you've had all season of just feeling deflated and going from deflation to elation within, you know, a matter of moments. Yeah, like I say, it was, it, you know, it was the best atmosphere we've had this season, no doubt about it. And obviously the highest attendance as well, by the way, nearly 20,000. Right. So I think the one that brought some, I definitely brought uh, a lot of um, excitement. You could just sense the excitement building up to this game, really, you know, against Birmingham, to be honest with you. So, you know, no surprise for me to get that attendance in the stadium, unbelievable noise but yeah obviously when we did go 1-0 down I was fearing the worst a bit but you know what when we did go 1-0 down there was still no moans and groans or boos from the crowd you know we, we kept we kept supporting and um, we kept trying to go on the front foot you know 
I've never seen an attack so much in my life, you know, this this season especially. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. I mean, you look at this, you know, having, you know, seven shots on target is, you know, when we couldn't even manage, well, we had one against Stoke previous game. So, yeah, it was just like two contrasting, two contrasting games really in terms of, you know, well, two contrasting sides compared to, you know, the Birmingham and the rest, you know, pretty much the rest of the season really. But, um, yeah, obviously we bounced back. What a beautiful goal by Hungbo. I mean, Hungbo is coming in January, of course, from Watford on loan. And actually, he's really looked good to me. And uh, he's looked lively when he's been on and actually deserves that goal. But what a goal that was. And that really, you know, really revved up the crowd even more, if you could say, so when that went in. And obviously then, um, yeah. And then obviously we kept going, trying to make things happen. It was so good. And then obviously we got, a goal again just after just after half time perfect and then uh, of course um but what i did like about saturday is that when we did go you no know, 2-1 ahead the mentality was to keep going and getting and try and get another goal which is we've seen it time and time again this season we've gone one goal ahead and sat, and back, sat on but, that yeah. but neil warner what no doesn't accept that he won't no. accept that at all. so you know but yeah the energy the, the the you know the the work rate the passion everything was back it was just it was just unbelievable I mean it was and of course it was a very nervy end to the game with um, twelve minutes added on at the end it was like going back to the World Cup all over again with them extra minutes but so there was a serious injury to um, Christian Bielek who of course is a very good player for Birmingham City but yeah it looked like he. Yeah, it looked like he'd broken something for sure because he was down for a while. Obviously, he was stretched off. So, yeah, best wishes to him. But, um, yeah, it was just the perfect day. I, I, I was just... It was needed, though, as well. It was needed because we knew how big it was. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't fault anything from Saturday. The only thing I could potentially fault is, obviously, Birmingham had their chances as well, must admit. And, obviously, I had a glorious chance by Troy Deeney, you know. And uh, I'm not sure how we missed it, but I always say you earn your own look in this game, you know, and I think that we yeah. earned a bit on Saturday. We did the way we applied ourselves, the way we performed. And, um, yeah, obviously, Neil Warnock coming around after the game as well. It really it really was goosebump kind of, quite emotional, actually, to be honest with you, Dan, because you know, we've had a really difficult season, as you know, and, uh, you know, you could see, obviously, Neil Warnock, you know, quite emotional as well. So it was a really... Yeah, special... I had to laugh because he walked around the whole pitch. Yeah. And he's clapping, and you used to hear him go, I'm too old for this. <laughs> yeah, I know, but what a legend. I love him, and uh, no matter what, I'll always appreciate him coming in and giving it a good go. We'll give it a good go to try and stay up for sure. So, um, what a legend, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's he's one of a dying breed of managers that doesn't take no for an answer, won't take any shit, and try and put things right. Um, just a couple of stats then ahead of this weekend's game. Burnley are unbeaten in their last eight league matches against Huddersfield Town, winning five and drawing three. That was since a 2-1 defeat in November 2013, so literally 10 years ago. Uh, Huddersfield have won one of their last 11 league visits to Turf, uh, to Turf Moor, uh, winning 1-0 in February 2013 under now Coventry manager Mark Robbins. Uh, Burnley have scored in each of their last 30 league games, their Claret's longest ever scoring streak in their league history. Uh, Huddersfield have won just two of their last 16 away league games and are winless in their last five in a row. Um, and as I said earlier, Jordan Rhodes has scored in all three of his league appearances against Burnley, but we don't want to read that one. Ignore that. Ignore Jordan Rhodes and his arseholeness. Um, I mean, let's... Let's see what Tom says here. Tom's gone for a lineup already. Uh, I mean, looking at that lineup, would you agree with Tom's lineup? Or how would, well, in fact, I'll rearrange it. How would your lineup be for, for the game if you were to choose? Yeah, I mean, uh, from what my understanding, Tom, by the way, uh, Pearson is not going to be risking this one. Neil Warnock pretty much said it in his press conference today that, you know, in all due respects, you know, he kind of said it was a free, you know, we can't afford to risk players against Burnley, you know, because it's kind of a free hit for us, to, you know, on Saturday, to be fair. So, um, so Pearson won't be in. So, um, I do like the lineup, um, and I would actually, 
switch out. I put Ben Jacks. Obviously, Lawton can't play on Saturday, which is a big blow for us, really, because um, even though he's not been, uh, <laughs> come on, Burnley, you should have let him. You should have let, <laughs> let him play against you guys. Come on, it's harsh, but yeah, obviously, um, certainly played a lot better on Saturday when Neil won. Obviously, Neil won the first game, but um, I probably put Ben Jackson in there. Um, so I'd definitely go for a three-five-two. So let's go through the lineup. Um, obviously, Billa Kapic to start definitely. Um, yeah, Lees, Helik, and Jackson. Um, I know Jackson doesn't usually play as a free centre house, but I feel like he can definitely do that job. Um, Headley definitely uh, been outstanding since he's you know come in. Um, you know, obviously Ridoni, um, Kasumu, and um, on the right. I mean, this is a tricky one because who do we play on the right? On the right wing back now, obviously Lawton. Uh, this is the tricky side because we haven't really got many options to be honest with you. Um, probably put Ruffles in there then. Um, yeah. And then obviously up top, I would definitely go Humbo and Danny Ward because um, that partnership, you know, on Saturday was really good actually. They, they complemented each other very well, Humbo and uh, Ward, to be honest with you. you know. Humbo, a lot of pace, and Ward, obviously. Constantly trying his hard, but I think that obviously Ward's not got as much pace. But obviously, you know, Ward can knock on to Humbo, and obviously, it's got so yeah, I think that'd be my lineup. And I think I've got 11 there, yeah, yeah, you, def- you definitely did. I was counting on all uh, all, all the fingers, so yeah, you definitely had 11, definitely had 11. And before anybody asks, I don't have 11 fingers, um. I was I was doing the counting for him though because I knew Ryan would have said Ava. In fact, no. In fact, no. I'm sorry. I need to switch it up again. <laughs> no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to. There's been an injury in the warm up. <laughs> I'm not going to put Ruffles in there because let's not forget Kasumu was played at right wing back on Saturday. He did, even though it's not his natural position. Um, I would certainly put him in there, which means then obviously frees up another. Sp- I actually forgot on. I don't think I got eleven there. Uh, so let's just start with the lineup again, if you don't mind. Go on, Sorry, go on, but, go um, for it, go for it. Um, so Billa Kapic definitely starts. Lee's Helik and Jackson, um, Kasumu, Radone, Hog, um, Kamara and Headley, with Hungbo and Danny Ward um, to um, yeah lead the line. So yeah, obviously. The only change, obviously, I've made is obviously to uh, Lawton, who's had to come out because of that. Uh, but that's the only... You can't really change the side, like, obviously, the way we're starting, obviously. You can't really change the starting eleven. you know. You, you know, like I say, we performed really well on Saturday, so why change it? So, yeah, that's my lineup. We got there eventually. I do apologise. <laughs> we got there. We got there. Claret One says, Ryan, are you going to the game? I am going. I've got my ticket, of course. I'll be going. I'm looking forward to visiting Turf Moor. I may be saying something different come five o'clock when uh, I'm walking away <laughs> to points, but I always do like coming to Burnley. You know, it's a good away day to be honest with you, and obviously not too far to travel either. So yeah, I'll be there. No, I'm looking looking forward to it. Um, as I say, I'll be there myself. So hopefully we can meet up at, at common ground at the at the cricket at the cricket pitch, um, and then. Because I think that's where home fans and away fans can sort of mingle, um, yeah. and fingers crossed it'll be all right in there. It normally is, normally is, but um, we'll be able to finally meet up and have a have a, have a pint of ten. Well, it's it's going to be good anyhow. Going to be good. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to this because as much as it's Burnley Huddersfield, it's also Lancashire versus Yorkshire. Let's not forget that. It's a battle of the roses clash, um, and you know, may the best, may the best colour win. Um, who are you not looking forward to facing? Because I know, I know, there's a few names that Burnley have done pretty well um, recently. Uh, Teller's back from injury as well. Zorori found his form again. But who, who, for, who for you is a standout that you're not looking forward to? You know what? I, I look at your side, and to be honest with you, you've got quality all over. Um, I do certainly like um, Zahuri, if, if that's how you pronounce it. A very good player. And of course, um, not forgetting Ashley Bounds, who, you know, if he gets a chance, he'll certainly score. 
And um, so, yeah, I'm looking at your 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 city there, and it's just full of quality, you know. Vitinho's uh, been good, obviously, Scott Twine. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could just say every single play. I mean, let, let's just go for a couple. Uh, Barnes, Zahuri. Um, Brownhill's a good one in the central of the park. Definitely going to be interested to see how that battle works out in the middle of the park um, between our midfielders and yours. But, uh, yeah, you, you've got so much quality done, like I say. So, um, I don't necessarily feel like it's just a couple. I think we're going to be keeping an eye on it. A lot of your players, because uh, yeah, <laughs> it, the table doesn't lie, and um, you have been pressing this season. And uh, now, make no mistake, it's going to be a really tough game for us. But um, yeah, we're, we're going to give it our best shot. We're going to battle and uh, battle for every ball, that's for sure. And uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens. But yeah, it's a big challenge. This. Uh, uh, Aidan says every Burnley player I'm not looking forward yeah. to playing. Yeah. And then Tom gives it the old Yorkshire war cry. Um, Henry asks a question here saying, do you agree with having tickets on digital and not paper tickets as it stops those who don't have a mobile but still support the club? For me, I think clubs do both. I think clubs now offer a service where you can sort of, you can still get the QR code sent to your phone, but you still get sent the paper ticket just in case. And I think it's good if you can do both because... If you don't have the digital, then fair enough, you've still got the paper ticket. But then for those as well, if they're like, oh, shit, I've left my ticket at home. Ah, I've got the app. Although it probably wouldn't work at Burnley because the internet issues outside that stadium <laughs> are shite. They are shite. Um, they are they are poor. They are poor. We have, we have got Huddersfield Wi-Fi. It's, it's pathetic. Hey, less about you. <laughs> I thought I'd, I thought I'd stick one in there. I thought yeah. I'd stick one in there. Um, but no, it's it, uh, it's going to be a good game. I'm really looking forward to it. And who do we have to look out for from a Huddersfield perspective? Yeah, I mean, you know, we we have we have we have got some players that I would like. I said I mentioned Hungbo. Hungbo's been a real live wire since he's coming, so definitely him. Obviously, I expect him to start um, up front. Obviously, in his new because we haven't really seen. Really, he's meant to, you know, he's kind of a winger, but you know, to be fair, he did a very good job as a striker with Danny Ward. So, uh, for me, um, Hungbo definitely, uh, because he offers that he's got a lot of pace, he's very he's got a lot of skill, and um, yeah, he's looked really good. Uh, other players, yeah, obviously, got, got to mention, obviously, Hawk, Jonathan Hogg, yeah, he's always going to get a tackle in there for sure. Um, I've really been impressed with Helic, obviously. You know, who was coming in the summer. That was one of our best, one of our best signings, really. To be honest with you, bringing him in, full of experience in the championship. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I've always been a, been a big fan of Radoni as well, me. You know, because he's done everything right but score at the moment, which obviously, <laughs> you know. But um, he, he does look really good. And yeah, I feel like it's going to come here under Neil Watt. I think he's going to get a goal. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be sad, but I'm definitely going to say he's going to get a goal. Um, in the remaining games, I think, but um, yeah, like I said, we, we don't we don't have the qualities that you have, of course, we don't. But we have got some play, players that will just keep, you know, especially now with Neil Warnock, obviously, they'll just give hundred percent. You know, we've never had yeah. Well, I just feel we've never really had the best players. We've always been on that togetherness, team spirit, you know, and uh, working out for one another, and uh, that that's what we're renowned for, really, usually. So. Yeah, obviously Danny Ward, obviously I want to look out for because he looked quite. Sh you know what, Danny Ward looked really sharp on Saturday. You know, he's he struggled this season as Danny, to be honest with you. And obviously, he has had his injury issues as well. But um, that was his, the best. That was the best I've seen him since last season, to be honest with you. Even that brief, brief spell, obviously. So yeah, a few names there, but um, yeah, we just have to see. But obviously, up against top quality players, these players are going to be as effective, but. Yeah, we'll 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 give it a good go, like I say, and that's all you can ask, isn't it? So it is. Uh Luke says, Has Jordan Smith made a start yet? No, he hasn't. No, he was on the um obviously was you know, he was on the bench um on Saturday, but uh, yeah, no, he's not made a start yet. Right. Claret one says the only person we have to look out for is Warnock. <laughs> yeah, Warnock that I agree is, with. Uh, that uh, I agree with. Um, Aidan says, Dan, what lineup would you pick on Saturday? Well, yeah. 
Uh, I'd um, Murich in goal. I'd say Connor Roberts right back. Uh, Jordan Bayer is meant to be back for the game, so I reckon it'll be Yalmar Ekdal and Jordan Bayer as a centre-back partnership. On the left will be Ian Matson. Midfield three of Cullen, Brownell and Cork. And a front three of Zorori, Teller and Barnes. So that that's how I'd go, but um, I'm not Vincent Company. I mean, I wear <laughs> Burnley game and wear a hat to cover my bald head. That's about as much as the similarities um, run, to be fair. Um, but yeah, that's 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 who I'd go for anyway. Yeah, Matson's um, another one. I like Matson. He's a really good player. He is, and obviously, remember first game of the season, he was very he scored in two games as well. So, um, yeah, he's a really good player. And so, yeah, that's one of the definitely one of the names I, I think that we have to look out for as well on that side. So, yeah, Warnock oh, definitely yeah. famous face is Warnock. Yeah, famous face that you want to punch. But he loves that. He loves the fact that people want to cave his head in. He loves, he it, loves yeah. the fact that people yeah. are shouting. You know, that I think he said, I think he said that's the one thing he misses about being, when he dies, uh, he said, when I die, I don't want people being all like, oh, I want Pete, I want a chorus of wanker, wanker as I'm going in. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. you know, that's what I, I do like that about him. I like the fact that he embraces the shit that he gets. Um, so fair, fair play to him. Uh, must say as well, uh, as well, it is a completely sad news as well about John Motson passing away. One of the voices of football. I mean, sometimes you didn't even have to watch a game. You could be in another room. You knew it was John Motson doing the commentary. Uh, he's laid a foundation for many a commentator who's come in now and tried to not emulate what he's done, but he's got that distinctive voice and he'll be a big miss uh, in that line of work. And I know he'd obviously given it up anyway, um, to a degree. But, yeah, our thoughts and prayers are with the family of John Motson. And, uh, yeah, may he rest in peace. Also, uh, a personal a personal one for me as well. Uh, Stephen Featley of S. Featley TV. Um, he's a massive Arsenal fan. And I, I'm not sure he'll see this video. Uh, he's currently in a coma. Um, and on end of life care. Uh, he's throughout his life had many battles with uh, liver disease and has had many liver transplants over the years as well. Um, so, I'd, you know, I just want to put it out there that our thoughts are with Stephen's family, uh, his mum and his sister. And honest to God, he, he was opinionated. He could argue till the cows come home. But that was the passion he had regarding Arsenal Football Club. And uh, I'm glad that he was one of the first people I got to, you know, got speaking to on this YouTube platform when I first started out. Um, and we all hope and pray that he comes out, you know, fighting fit. That That's all we can hope for. Um, and yeah, just... Just, I hope he, I hope you can see Arsenal potentially win the Premier League for him. Uh, if anything, I mean, I've seen videos of Man United fans wearing Arsenal shirts because they, you know, commended what Stephen did. And if you do want to go and show your support to his channel, check out S Featley TV uh, and go donate to the Children's Liver Foundation because all the money he makes from YouTube goes straight to the Children's Liver Foundation, and I think that's brilliant. So um, please do go show your support to that as well um matt said ryan's got warnock's signature you did didn't you you did yeah I did need you to write, get... did you write above it i i make myself available for all huddersfield town first team games <laughs> um please sign here and then warnock signed it so you could be in the starting lineup on saturday i don't know i couldn't believe to say i need to get a selfie with him at some point but i was a bit overawed by getting the signature as first so i thought i'd just get the signature then potentially meet you know get a selfie with him soon but yeah wow amazing moment no definitely uh kate's in the chat says sending love to yeah. Stephen and his family and friends at this difficult time and um, he says i remember john Motson doing his snow commentary with his sheepskin coat <laughs> on the ever famous yeah. sheepskin coat um claret one says what reception will warnock get do you think um, I'll tell you what, we'll find out Saturday, but I'm sure there'll be a long chorus from three sides of the stadium coming out with a, the old famous W word at him. 
and probably many are more expletive, and he will embrace it like like he's just found out he's got another grandchild on the way. Um, he will lap it up like no tomorrow. But wait, why don't you like Warnock? I don't understand why Burnley fans don't like Warnock. I don't understand. Because Stan Tur- when Stan Turner was manager uh, of Burnley, him and Neil Warnock never got on. Never got on at all. He didn't get on with Neil Warnock, and he also didn't get on with um, who his assistant was at the time. I forgot what he was called. Um, Kevin Blackwell. Um, he didn't oh, get on right. with Kevin Blackwell either. And there was rumours that apparently after one game, turning turn around to Kevin Blackwell and clocked him. Um, and just, yeah, there's always been a spat between that. And obviously, as fans of a football club, you back your manager, you back your own. If they hate him, you hate him. Um, it was sort of one of those. For me, I think Warnock, a little bit like Robbie Savage now, sort of, he's all right. You know, you, you tolerate him. But back in the day, I just thought, you arsehole, I want to get one over on you. Now that we're coming up against him again, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm very sceptical about what we'll see. Um but no, Ryan, really do uh, appreciate you coming on. I've got to ask you the penultimate question. Score prediction. <laughs> oh, no, Dan. I don't. So I'll don't. put it to you this way. How many goals do you think we're going to get against you? Ah, I'm joking. <laughs> you let us know the score prediction. You let us know what you're going for. No, you know what? Um, I just want to be positive because it's been positive since what, and I, I don't, I don't want to, um, don't, I don't like doing score predictions, Dan. But um, I'm going to agree with Aidan that obviously said in the chat earlier. I think that we're going to nick this um, and surprise you because I feel like a lot of the. No, I'm not just saying. I'm not just saying. No. Oh no! You food cheat, kid. You uh... food cheat. To be fair, she did buy him for herself. But I said, you've got to let me try him. She let me try two of them. There's only eight in there. So really, I shouldn't whinge. But for people listening on the podcast platforms, Kate's just put in the chat that she's eating all those Kinder Bueno egg things that taste like Ferrero Rushes without the big giant nut in the middle. But oh, oh it was... Um, I can't believe she's done that. You'll have to get your own then. But well, uh, not yeah. That. Scandalous. Uh, <laughs> so yeah... Like I say, a lot of Burnley fans seem to be saying it's going to be easy, but I don't think you should be saying that realistically. Well, you know, so um, I agree with you. And Warnock certainly will come with a plan, and um, I feel like it may be a, another masterclass by the legend himself. Um, so I'm going to go two one to us. Um, maybe I'll be I'll I'll be the I'll be the joke of it at full time when it's maybe a diff, completely different scoring, but. I'm just going with what I feel. It's going to be a tight game. And I think that we're very organised at the back as well now. So, yeah, I, don't, I think we're going to just have a bit of joy against you this again. So, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to see. But I won't be surprised if you won. And um, I would certainly take a draw. <laughs> I would certainly take a draw right now. I'll tell you now, I would. And that would feel like a win as well. So, uh, we'll just have to see. But... Yeah, I'm just going to go with 2-1 because that's what my heart's saying, really, to be honest with you. Kate, stop <laughs> rubbing it in. Stop rubbing it in. It was a taste sensation. There's just no need. No need for it. Uh, Emily says 2-1 Burnley. I'm going to go for... Oh. See, I'm nervous and, and I'm constantly questioning myself. So I've said I want to go for... I know some of the games have beat teams 3-0. Do I say we're going to go out and beat Huddersfield 3-0? But then I'm still also saying how much I think this is the game that we could probably balls this up. Um, you know what? I'm going to do what I normally do. I'm not going to give my prediction because I'm doing a prediction show at nine o'clock. No. Um, so, oh, no. uh, if people want to find out the prediction uh, for Burnley Huddersfield, then tune in at 9pm uh, when I'll have Anthony on, who uh, and I'll give my prediction. Although all I'll say is I will give us. Nah, sad it. I've already put my prediction in. I've gone for a Burnley win, but if I had to choose a scoreline, I feel there's going to be late drama in this. 
So it's either going to be we nick it at the death or it's like 1-1 for a, a good period of time and then it could go either way. But yeah, I'm... I'm actually really bricking it just because of just just because of Warnock, just because of Warnock. That's all because of that flaming bloke who looks like he doesn't have any eyebrows. Flaming just ugh, infuriates me, and, I'm, and it, it's bugging me. <laughs> oh, but I, I'm yeah, we'll see. And I'm looking forward to obviously, hopefully, bumping into yourself at the cricket club. And yeah, I'll, I'll be can, there. Uh, I'll be there, Dan, because. Um... Of course, the coaches do like to be there early anyway, so I'll definitely have some time to be able to nip, nip over and uh, say hello, and it'll be a pleasure to meet you, definitely. So, yeah. yeah fingers <laughs> crossed, fingers crossed. Um, Aidan says, I will see you on Ryan's Live tomorrow, Dan. Yes, I will be over on Ryan's channel tomorrow. Are we 6, 6 p.m. start, did you say? Yeah, uh, I need to just sort this. I, I, I need to just just need to um, confirm it with yourself, Dan. I'm not sure yet what time, but... Um, yeah, yeah, no, we'll just confirm it. Whichever time's yeah. best for you, I'm free. I am free. Um, Tom says, I'm going Burnley to Huddersfield. Ooh, too. Ooh yeah. a Desmond. Yeah. A Desmond in there. And Aidan says, the Neil Warnock effect. Yeah, Neil Warnock effect. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just want to say as well, before we wrap this up, as Kate says there, remember to yeah. give this video a thumbs up and sub if you are new here we are on the road to 1k i know that we get a lot more traction with the watch alongs but um like i say we try and get opposition fans on for every single game uh twice a season so please do show your support i say if you are listening on podcast platforms then it's already gone but this will be to people watching if they um are only catching bits and bats that this will be available as of the next what 10 15 minutes hopefully i'll get it uploaded um and you'll be able to do that and i'll put a post out tomorrow just to let you all know that it's it's there it's available it's at your leisure feel free uh kate says poor ryan having to meet daniel you don't know what you're getting yourself into <laughs> okay cowbag you absolute cowbag um who's going for a burnley winter i'll let her off um <laughs> And Henry has a podcast at six tomorrow. What what are you talking about on yours, Henry? Let us know what, what you've got going on on your channel as well. Uh, Ryan, give your channels a good old plug again um, so people can still know where to go check you out. Yeah, so first of all, yeah, thank you for having me on. It's been great. I really, like, I really enjoyed it as always. But uh, you can find me on my channel, Hudsfield Town Fan TV on YouTube. Uh, like I said, on the road to free subscribers. I do plenty of different content. I'm trying to add some new content in the future as well. So hopefully, um, you know, just keep improving my videos and then doing the best I can really. So yeah, come and subscribe. It would really mean a lot to me. Um, and then also my socials, Instagram and Twitter, HGFTV8 as well. So uh, give me a follow on those. But yeah, um, thank you for having me and uh, appreciate you having me on here. No, anytime, anytime. Always great to have you on. Uh, as it says there, please do go check out the links to Ryan's channel. They are in the description of this video. So please, 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 please do. Um, other than that, as we said, drop a like. If you haven't subscribed already, it's free. You don't have to get your wallet out, your purse, your fanny pack, your whatever, whatever you carry, your loose change in your back pocket, anything. Um, please do just hit that subscribe button and help us get on the road to 1K. And we will uh, always have time for you in the uh, comments as well. So please do come along and get involved. Other than that, uh, yeah, roll on Saturday. May the best team win. Yeah, may the best team win. It's, come on, then. <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. As I say, after that, you know, result that you got against Birmingham, I'm, ah. On pins until three o'clock, and then I'll be on. I'll just be g'd up for the game. Um, thanks again, Ryan. Really do appreciate it. people. Please show your support. We'll be back, as I said, we'll be back nine o'clock. So, literally, in half an hour's time, we'll be back to give you the EFL prediction show going through every single game this weekend with myself, Anthony, and Kate in the chat who will uh, be giving their predictions. Get involved, get yours in as well. And, uh, yeah, let's have a bit of fun. Other than that, thank you very much for watching. Take care. And uh, the Red Rose always wins. <laughs> <laughs>